Hi everyone, welcome to the Sky Now. This is an astrology podcast during which we look at planetary placements, influences, and events. I'm Duncan, and I'm coming to you from my studio, Tarot de Soleil, here in Milan, Montreal, a place where I do astrology and tarot sessions for people live in person and via Zoom for folks out there in the greater world. How are you guys doing? I've been busy since we last spoke in this fashion, um, doing the things that usually keep me busy, so working with astrology and tarot seekers and also helping drug addicts get and stay clean and sober. And that's, you know, pretty much been the focus of my life since the spiritual energies uh, first brought me to Montreal 20 years ago. I live a spiritual life and I have a spiritual life purpose. My natal nord, nord my natal north node is in the, uh, that's a mouthful, um, is in the sign of Scorpio. Living in my spirituality and in my spiritual practice is a primary, you know, uh, grounding, uh, foundation in life and it contributes greatly to the fairly consistent sense of well-being I know inside of myself. So yes, it's been about a month since my last podcast, and it felt like t it was time for another one. Um, I, I save most of my energy for my astrology and tarot work. My sessions, my sessions are super intense, and uh, you know, also for my sober mentoring, uh, helping people comes first for me. Uh, social, you know, media, podcast uploads, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, they come after that. I don't do media appearances at all. Uh, I believe in attraction rather than promotion, and uh, you know, I operate. Uh, kind of low-key. Um, in my personal life, I have creative projects that I also want to give energy. And so that's, you know, I like to, I'm going to try to prioritize that a bit more in the new year. Um, and, you know, and I have decided that moving forward, we're going to go new moon to new moon. Uh, that resonates pretty well with me. Uh, you know, the moon is super mystical and, you know, of great energy importance. And yeah, so... This, uh, you know, from this point forward, I've kind of been thinking, what did I want to do with the podcast? It felt like it needed, um, it needed a fresh approach. And so new moon to new moon really resonates. It's December 11th today, and the sun is in Decan 3 of Sagittarius. Uh, the days are short and the nights long and cold now, at least if you're up here in the Northern Hemisphere. Um, and, you know, at the same point, we are in an astrological season of light and passion. Sagittarius is a fire element sign. And as we move through uh, Decan 3 of Sagittarius, reflect on your passions in life. Consider what is important and also maybe what doesn't resonate with you anymore. Reflect also on whether you have, may have become a judgmental person. You know, that's the negative of Sagittarius energy. Or, you know, consider whether you are a zealot obsessed with some dogma or degree, you know, doc doctrine to an extreme degree. That's another negative side of Sagittarius. All humans are flawed to some degree, and life should not be some sort of pious virtue sprint. Bring the best you have each day and try to improve the world around you in some small way each day while you work to sustain and care for yourself and those around you. Perceiving moral superiority of other, over others is a conceit of the ego, and a rather vile one at that. Much of the evil, great and small, committed by humans against other humans has been based in moral posturing, often within the framework of one religion or another. A lot of stuff, you know, in my life, you know, a lot of stuff in life simply isn't my business. And, you know, perhaps it would be better worded, a lot of stuff in other people's lives just isn't my business. You know, like who they have sex with, for instance. That's none of my business. Um, 
Now, at the same time, it is important to have ethics and to hold yourself to a standard and to be accountable for your behaviors. You know, and certainly there are some actions that are heinous and, you know, must be punished strongly. And, you know, most people are going to consider rape and murder to be the worst crimes. Unacceptable under any circumstances. Um, child abuse would fall into that category, worst crime category too. Unacceptable any under any circumstances. Kidnapping, uh, unacceptable under any circumstances. There is no contextual, no context in which any of those things are okay. Only the worst deviants could find justification for such acts, or, you know, for that matter, find some way of condoning them. Now, over history, communities have created laws and tribunals to deal with such abuses. So the onus was not on the individual to go seek retribution and justice, and yes, vengeance, in the aftermath of the perpetrating of such acts uh, upon their being or on the being of their loved ones. And if it was a collective attack against a village, well then, that village might have to go to war against the other village to, you know, um, to make things right and to also ensure that such an attack never occurred again. On the 21st, it will be Yule, uh, a traditional European festival of light on the longest, darkest night of the year. Yule is held on winter solstice, a sacred day for many pagans, witches, etc. Um, yes, and the odd warlock like me, warlock astrologer. Um, over time, in the Western world, the Yule log became a Christmas tree. And what was honored was the birth of a, G of a Jewish baby boy 2,300 years ago in the city of Bethlehem in the ancient Hebrew kingdom of Judea, where modern-day Israel is now, and um, the territory of Palestine. The Roman Empire became the Catholic Church, and, you know, uh, and in doing so, one of the most powerful organizations in history. And it, you know, had a greater dominance over uh, Europe and then the world um, than the Roman Empire did. And so, you know, what happened is there was a shift of four days and what, you know, what became, what uh, started being celebrated was Christmas, uh, celebrating the, you know, the supposed uh, birth of the Son of God on the 25th of December. You know, now, Western countries became increasingly secular over the past 65 years ago, um, certainly a good thing in my view, which of course paved the way for, you know, um, liberation and uh, sexual liberation, gay rights, women's rights, trans rights, abortion rights, etc., etc., among other things. You know, and, and Christmas became for most people a time of gathering of loved ones and brightly colored trees and feasting and exchanging of gifts and as such a cherished, cult cherished cultural event for, you know, most in the Western world. And all of that is just fine and it should remain as such. Bright lights, time with loved ones, feasting, good wishes toward all in the community is healthy and uplifting. Hanukkah, the Jewish festival of light, is another spiritual festival practiced in the West in December. Um, though sadly, tragically, horribly, the Jewish people were not always treated well in the West. Appallingly, uh, it seems like anti-Semitism is on the rise again in some quarters of Western society. This is vile and unacceptable. The sun moves into the cardinal earth sign um, 
of Capricorn on the 21st of December and will traverse that territory until January 20th of 2024 when the sun moves into Aquarius. This is a momentous date astrologically, as it also as it is also the day when Pluto moves into Aquarius, beginning the new era of Pluto in Aquarius, which will last until tw- uh, from 2024 to 2044, which will bring great innovation, particularly technological, which will benefit both the planet and humanity. The early days of Capricorn season this year are a time to consider and form new ambitions and goals, and then to begin to forge the framework of their realization. There's a terrible genocide going on in the world now, yet you see nothing about it on social media and very little about it in the media. It began, uh, or the latest iteration, uh, began in April of this year. Uh, It's occurring in Sudan. Almost 5 million people have been displaced. Tens of thousands of civilians have been killed. Thousands more have been captured and put into slavery. Of course, you know, rape is weaponized uh, and uh, is endemic. Uh, There are horrific food and water and medical supply shortages. You know, now going back to 2003 and 2004, uh, 300 to 400,000 non-military people, many women and children, have been died in this greater conflict. Um, The attacks by the northern Arabic armies of Sudan on the southern black African people of Sudan are ongoing, brutal, and a true genocide. It is my hope in the new year that the largely Muslim um, African people of southern Sudan will be more su- better supported by people in the West and elsewhere in their struggle to survive the ongoing brutal attacks of the Muslim Arabic people of the northern Sudan. Um, for 2024, I hope for peace for the people of Ukraine. Putin's illegal imperialist war against them has gone on too long. And let us not forget that this was the 90th anniversary of Holodomor, um, probably mispronounced the heck out of that. Um, the man-made famine engineered by the communist Russian government under Stalin that killed four million Ukrainians, starved them to death in two years from 1933 to 1934. Certainly it is fair to say that the Ukrainians deserve to be free from Russia. Uh, I hope lasting peace finally comes for the people of the Middle East in 2024. And I hope uh, for peace for the people of Congo. Uh, you know, of the Congo, um, who are, you know, suffering in the ongoing tribal conflict, the civil war. Um, so I hope for peace there for those people in 2024. I hope the rising tide of fundamentalist religion in the West is pushed back. Um, I hope that the rights that, you know, uh, so many people have fought so hard to attain are not taken away by these religious fanatics. I hope fundamentalist religion, um, loses influence in other parts of the world. You know, um, I believe uh, girls should be able to go to school. And, uh, you know, if that makes me uh, some kind of, uh, I don't know, bad guy, well, so be it, I'll accept that. So, you know, fundamentalist religion, bad. Um, And for 2024, I hope for the political end of Donald Trump. A second Trump presidency would be a disaster for America, a disaster for North America, and a disaster for the world. Trump is clearly declaring his intent to uh, become a dictator. Uh, Personally, I abhor dictators, totalitarianism, and whether it's on the right as he is or on the left, uh, either way, um, you know, viva democracy, viva personal freedoms, viva viva personal rights, and viva equal opportunity for all. 
I don't, I don't even want to, I can't even imagine living in a world where Donald Trump is dictator for life in the United States of America. I, uh, I can't imagine a more dystopian, dark, corrupt, sick future. Domestically, we in Canada are experiencing a homelessness crisis unlike anything seen before. Life on the street is hard enough anytime, but given the harsh winter climate of Canada, being unhoused can be, you know, fatal during the winter months. It is appalling that in a country, so, you know, as rich as Canada, that homelessness even exists. As a traditional, you know, again, I'm, I've always, you know, been left of center. Um, and, and I hope the left reorients itself and, and focuses on, you know, its uh, attention on things like housing, the housing crisis and, and our healthcare system crisis. Um, I hope governments become motivated to prioritize uh, prioritize solving these very basic human needs issues in Canada. Um, we need to create new affordable housing spaces for folks. Uh, we need to prioritize that over immigration. Uh, you can't bring people in and not have homes for them, and and it creates domestic discontent if people are you know are forced from their homes because you know so. Uh, tens of thousands of spaces over the next couple of years have to be created, uh, perhaps repurposing commercial uh, office buildings that said empty due to work from home would be a move in the right direction. A basic imp income for people here would also be a helpful step forward. This is a point in the Zodiac year when we segue, you know, from a, a season of passion and ideas to a season of action and development, and that's Sagittarius to Capricorn. Consider over the holiday season what is important to you and what you, you know, what is important for your community and what you want to build in your life and what you want to build in your community. You know, and, and no matter from which spiritual uh, perspective you celebrate the season of light, um, whether it's pagan, Jewish, Christian, or simply from a, hey, I live in a Western country and I'm doing Western, you know, civilization things, um, Instead of passing by or worse judging uh, the homeless or seriously impoverished folks uh, who might be housed but are still struggling to survive in your community, do something to help them this holiday season. You know, truly all of the, those situations uh, fall into there but go for the grace of the universe go I. Uh, that's, that's what that's about. Um, a personal disaster, simple bad fortune, mental illness, a physical illness, you know, and, and, and there you are right beside them and no more deserving of such suffering and deprivation as they are. Spiritually, as I stated earlier, I'm a pagan person. My spiritual is non My spirituality is non-judging in nature. Um, my spirituality is rooted in ancient indigenous European and British Isle beliefs and practices. I have knowledge of the arcane arts, which include uh, astrology and tarot. I rejected religion and embraced, embraced Wicca as a young teen in the early 1970s. Then I was taught, mentored, initi and initiated by a witch from France named Genevieve, who I, whom I performed in a play with for more than a year as I left my teens and, and moved into my 20s, and the 1970s became the 1980s. I've called myself witch in the past. I prefer warlock astrology now, astrologer now, for a number of reasons. I know wizard never took to me, uh, took with me. Um, I believe in the sanctity of life. I believe in the right to body autonomy, the right to be who you truly are from a gender and sexuality perspective, the right to an education for all, and the right to a safe home, to sustenance and to healing and medicine for all. Thoughts and energies from my ritual altar and my magical being go out each day for all those suffering because these basic human rights 
and needs are being denied them for whatever reason. I believe in living in a manner that honors and preserves the well-being of the earth, the planet that is home to all of us. Thoughts and energies from my ritual altar on my magical being go out each, you know, each day for the healing and well-being of the earth. Of course, beyond intent and energy work in the metaphysical world, we must also be activists out in the physical world. We must speak out in our communities with our voices, our actions, and with our votes. Before we move into the current and upcoming planetary activity for the next four and a half weeks or so, let's bring things back to basics. I love back to basics. Those who know, know. Um, this is how this astrology stuff works. The planets are always out there just doing their thing. You have a natal chart. It's a series of gifts and challenges presented to you at birth. What you choose to do with them is up to you. You have agency in your life. Your natal chart is your celestial blueprint. Through understanding it, you can create an operator's manual for yourself. So there's that, and then there's what's up now. That's where the planets are now and what they're doing. Then there's what's up now for you. And we discover that by superimposing the current transits, transits or placements of the planet in the zodiac on your natal chart. This is why I suggest you have your own natal chart in front of you when you listen to this podcast. Um, so let's look at uh, the astrology from this new moon to the next. Uh, well, the moon cycle, this is important information for spell casting for those magically oriented or inclined and for day-to-day living of all. Uh, for all, the moon provides an emotional and experience template for us all every 28 and a, and a, and a bit days. Uh, well, there's a new moon in Sagittarius tomorrow, so that's Tuesday, December 12th. That comes in at 6.31 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, um, which is the time zone I'm in, of course, because I'm in Montreal, after which the moon will be into wax. Now, the waxing phase is good for attracting and developing energy work and spells. We will have a full moon in Cancer December 26th at 7.32 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, at which point the moon will begin to wane. The waning phase is good for purging and banishing energy work. Over the next four and a half weeks, the moon will move from Sagittarius around the zodiac once and then into Capricorn. Um, the next new moon will occur in the sign of Capricorn on J- Thursday, January 11th at 6.57 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Look at your natal chart and see which planets you have in each sign of the zodiac and then check when the energies of those planets will be activated by lunar energies over the period from this new moon to the next. How the lunar transit cycle affects your chart can give you a good indication as to when areas of life will be highlighted for better or for worse for you. Now let's check on uh, in with the inner planets. Uh, The sun will be at 20 degrees Sagittarius tomorrow, so that's December 12th. Um, I set everything for uh, 6.30 a.m. There, so the sun will be at 20 degrees Capricorn at the time of the new moon. So we're going 20 degrees Sag to 20 degrees Capricorn over the time frame that we're talking about in this uh, podcast. Uh, Mercury will be at 8 degrees Capricorn at the time of tomorrow's new moon. Now, it's going to retrograde towards Sagittarius starting on December 13th. The retrograde will last until January 1st, and that's creating energies that can manifest as communication and logistical difficulties difficulties uh for folks particularly you know uh it's going to be stronger and with some charts than others for sure but you know it can can create some dis- disruption over the holiday season certainly you know plan uh, have have a good plan b and leave extra time would be my suggestion uh mercury will be at 27 degrees sagittarius but direct uh, at the time of uh, the you know that coming january new moon 
Venus will be at uh, nine degrees of Scorpio tomorrow. It will move to 15 degrees of Sagittarius over the next four and a half weeks. And Mars will be adding its energies of action to the new moon energies at 12 degrees of Sag tomorrow. And we'll move uh, to five degrees Capricorn over the time frame we're talking. So take a look at your natal chart and see where Scorpio, Sagittarius, and Capricorn are. Via house rulerships, you will be able to see the areas of life that will be affected by the fast tracking, tracking action of the inner planets uh, over the next four and a half weeks. Now for the more constant planetary energy of the middle and outer planets uh, in the zodiac, as well as some of the other slow transiting elements of astrology. Jupiter is bringing us positive expansive energy and has us believing in the possible at six degrees of Taurus retrograde. Results and rewards, however, may be delayed until after the retrograde over is over, but really also the shadow and the retrograde is ending soon, but the shadow will go on. Uh, Saturn is bringing um, emotional balance, spiritual discipline, and structure to your life and delivering consequences to those deserving um, at one degree of, uh, or those who need a wake-up call at one degree of Pisces now. Um, Uranus is breaking us free from the clutches of old comfort zones, inspiring growth and innovation, and sparking liberation at 19 degrees Taurus retrograde. Uh, Neptune's deepening consciousness and taking us... um, you know, moving us free from what's difficult in our emotional past at 24 degrees Pisces is a great healing shift now that we've come out of the retrograde. Um, Pluto is um, forging and facilitating transformation and acting as an agent of change at 20 degree, 28 degrees of Capricorn. It also ended a fairly long retrograde recently. Chiron, the wounded healer, is facilitating healing, transcendence, and well-being at 15 degrees Aries. Uh, Black Moon Lilith is stirring energies of seduction, opening magical channels and enabling empowerment at seven degrees Virgo. The North Node is 23 degrees Aries, the South Node 23, accordingly, so uh, 23 degrees Libra. So the karmic axis runs low to high from Aries to Libra at that, uh, uh, you know, um, low to high from Libra to Aries, rather. Aries would be the high. At that degree point, take a look at your natal chart and see where those points, are, uh, you know, uh, Aries and Libra are. Things are brewing there. Um, other planetary of, uh, energies and events of note. Uh, well, December 12th, you know, so that's tomorrow, the new moon in Sag. Plant seeds for new passion and new adventures in life during this new moon. Uh, December 21st, winter solstice uh, in the northern hemisphere. It's going to be um, summer solstice in the southern hemisphere, of course. As the sun enters Capricorn in the shortest day of the year, it's Yule for many pagans and witches and the like. Um, I feel that energies become more grounded for most at this point, which is a nice contrast, you know, to, uh, or which will be a nice contrast to what turned out to be a rather intense fall. Uh, January, or rather uh, December 26th, uh, the full moon in Cancer will illuminate areas of your emotional life and your relationship life that were previously hidden. December 29th, Venus enters playful, frisky Sagittarius just in time for the new year and uh, just in time for whatever frolicking you might uh, have planned or have in store. Um, December 30th, Jupiter goes direct in Taurus, though it's going to be in shadow mode for weeks. So, you know, still operating low key and in the background. Um if you're looking for, you know, results and uh, um, you're going to look to February, March, really, I think the spring is where Jupiter comes into its full bloom. Um, of course, Jupiter every 12 years brings abundance to the Venus ruled sign of Taurus. 
Um, January 1st, Mercury comes out of retrograde, so your return home from your holiday season vacation may prove smoother than the, than the trip out was. Um, I'd be, you know, I'd be sure to be extra clear with communications over the new, uh, new year's holiday while Mercury is shifting gears. Um, January 4th, Mars transits into Capricorn, adding a good boost of cardinal, um, earth energy to your new year's resolutions and toward your visualized ambitions for 2024. Um, that's a very timely transit that, uh, gives us a lot of good energy to work with. Uh, for, you know, further astrological aspect and repent, uh, events reports, follow me on Instagram at Duncan de la I post them in the story section there. Uh, I also post astrological reports in the blog on my website. You can find a link for that in the bio on my Instagram. That's it for this uh, edition of The Sky Now. I want to thank you all for listening. I wish you well. I'll be back with another episode of The Sky Now in time for the next new moon. Until then, be good to yourself and be good to others. Peace on Earth. Goodwill toward all living beings. Mm-hmm.